This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Welcome everyone to the Basement Bookers Podcast, episode 101. This is the Basement Bookers Podcast, the most realist rated off for realness podcast in the history of podcasts. Two masters of broadcast podcast journalism. Rich there is across from me, and I, the man, the master plan man, not really, just a guy, basement chair, I get to make the crazy introduction this week, so you can basically say whatever the fuck you want, and next week we'll see what Rich Deriz comes up with. I feel like we're more animated when there isn't video. Yeah, right? <laughs> we All we gotta do, we gotta put a camera, we gotta have her put a camera somewhere. Uh-huh. Now tell us when she put it there. Now tell us where it is. And then, and then, you know, that's when we, we do video. I have a crazy idea. This will, re- this will require audience participation. All you need to do is imagine what you want to see. Then you could, in your mind, have a picture. You can make a basement booker's cartoon. I'll help you out. You can make a basement booker's claymation. You can make a Basement Booker's Pixar. You can make Basement Booker's stick figure. Whatever you want. It could even be Basement Booker's in black and white. We could be wearing suits. No. Space suits. No. But one-armed singlet. I hate the one-armed singlet. I know, right? Like Jerry the King Lawler. It's like Jerry Lawler. Like the old big show. It's like... No. Show looks weird in, like, not a singlet. What about Ryback's quote-unquote new gear? Apparently this is new gear. The plain black trunks, black fucking knee pads, and black boots. You know what I think really happened? He, he left his, his gear at home. Shit. Yeah. Or the airport. Like, he lost he his He tweeted luggage. a picture of himself talking about the new gear, though. Not Twitter, Instagram, whatever. He Instagrammed himself. Is that a thing? I'm making a thing. That's a thing for girls, but now everybody does it. But yeah, like... Isn't that where the whole... So, let me take a selfie slash let me take a dick pic thing came from? I think it's... I think it's before Instagram. Because Instagram doesn't let you do that anyway. Dick pics? Yeah. You can't do that on Instagram. Like, they have... How do you know? Well, (laughs) because I know that girls aren't allowed to, like, have their nipples on there. Or whatever. So, they're not gonna show dicks. Like, kids use Instagram. They're not gonna... Instagram's, like... If you want stuff like that, that's what Twitter's for. Twitter's the wild, wild west. Hashtag Twitter after dark. Exactly. I don't know what that means. I don't do that. But I'm just saying, I'm not staying away from that. While we're on that topic, um... Well, I wasn't done talking about Ryback's gear. Oh, okay. (laughs) I wasn't talking about, I wasn't done talking about Ryberg's gear. Okay. okay. What are they doing? Some, I don't know. I don't know, but it's kind of alright. It's like, I no f- frills. I'm just there to beat you up. I, I feel like the, the, not tie dye, the fucking, what do they call it? The, the, the airbrush. Air, airbrush, air paint, or whatever. Yeah, the air painted. The airbrush. RVD style. Yeah. That, I feel like those, um, that gear actually gave him more of a visual personality. I feel like taking that away, it's just like 
Ah, he, he, he looks like a jobber. Seven. Fucking massive. I don't know about you, dude, but he looks terrifying. Is that what they're trying to do? That they go minimalist to fucking accentuate I, his beast mode? I think if... I think it makes him look tougher. To me, it makes him look tougher. Ah. Uh, but it does take away the whole strap-down thing. It doesn't do that. I hate. So. I hate stupid. A lot of guys do that now. Taking the strap... Okay. You, you're wearing this a singlet or whatever, and it's got straps, right? Yeah. So you wear it throughout the match, through every move you do. But when, when it comes to the finish, like, no, this is too encumbering. Let me take it down. No. No, dude. No. That means shit is about to go down. And what happens if you get fucking countered? Then, then the crowd is like, then you get, that's how you get the crowd. That's how you play the crowd, right? Cause look, oh, the king's got a strap down. It's elbow time. And he's gonna go for it. He's, he's gonna do it. Cause he always does it. But no, not this time. And it's like, oh. Dude, it's the story thing. But the strap's still down. He, his super is still charged or whatever. Yeah, but he got no. stopped. No. I feel, I feel like it's, I feel like the strap down thing is, got dragged from the 50s into, Modern wrestling. I like those things. King was like the only one still doing it. Show did it for a little bit, but no one's going to... Kurt? Kurt? Kurt. Yeah, Kurt. Kurt did it. Yep, Kurt. Kurt. But but here's the thing. I'll tell King, stop that shit, you look fucking stupid. I'm not telling Kurt or Big Show, stop that shit, you look fucking stupid. Jerry Lawler was the king of Memphis wrestling for a long time. Whatever. Respect the legend, Jabroni, to quote the Iron Sheik. You're, you yeah. know you know why it's difficult for you? Because you only see Grandpa joke Jerry Lawler. Yeah, King was old when he was first introduced to me as a fucking announcer. And then he did the, the, the program with Doink. And the King's Court. Yeah. And he had the... Doink and Dink. He had... He had he had the the midgets and Doink had Dink and Rink and Pink. Yeah, Pink. the WWF Lawler is like we don't know the like that's because we that's what we seen. Like you'd have to go back. Honestly, if I was born fifteen, if we were born fifteen years earlier, we would have been young enough to have seen the Andy Kaufman feud. Yeah, Honestly, they, I never even looked back to it. They traveled doing uh, shows and stuff. Like he'd go and they'd fight and stuff. Like I'll give him, I'll give him this kind of credit. That was really, I think, the first crossover shit. Uh, as far as I know, like I don't, I'm not good with history. Like there, there are still, um, wrestling historians that aren't sure if it was a work or not. It was a work. I, it was a work, but some people think he's still alive. So that would be ridiculous. Imagine that would be fucking ridiculous. The big the, that is like the greatest work ever sold. You know what the move would have been if he had been because I really think that the Latka character from Taxi was the inspiration for the Balky character for per, uh, in Perfect Strangers. That's funny. That so, you would mentioned that. So if he had been collecting royalties. So he's quote unquote dead in a fucking hole in a wall somewhere and still fucking making money. Wow. That's the move. Fake your death, but have a character 
based on one of your most famous characters. So they still gotta fucking pay you. They're paying your estate. It's funny that you mentioned Balky. Balky? I remember I was watching a TV show. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna try not to use the word "remember" a hundred times. <laughs> but I recall watching a TV show. I can't remember what exactly the premise was. Mm-hmm. But I remember there was a part. I said it again. Okay. Every time the TV would be on, someone is watching an episode of Perfect Strangers. Wow. And there it is. There's this show called. Um, it was on HBO. It's it's a recent show. And one day, a bunch of people disappeared. Oh, The Leftovers. Okay. A bunch of people disappeared, and no one knows where they went. Every time on TV, most of the time, it's Perfect Strangers. And one time, someone is in, like, a, an African country or whatever, and they found Cousin Larry... The guy that plays Cousin Larry, he was in hiding, and they're like, what are you doing here? We thought, we thought you would, you disappeared with everyone else. He's like, I don't know what he's talking about, I'm not him. And I went and I IMDB'd it, and it was the real Cousin Larry playing the actor. Holy shit. You know what? I haven't heard from them for forever. If, if you dig a little further in IMDB, you'll probably see either the same executive producer or director or something. Maybe Cousin Larry's like, uh, director or writer or something now, because I don't remember Cousin Larry's real name. I fucking can't remember it either. Right? Everybody know Bronson Pinchot, yeah. right? and that's it. That's it. You don't know anything else. I remember there was Jennifer and was it Marianne? The girlfriends? I don't remember that, but I, I can hear the theme song in my head. I just can't sing it. I remember see, like seeing them trying to navigate the, the, the block, trying to get to work, because it's in the windy city. Which I looked that up. It, it's not windy because of that. Like it was, the quote unquote, Chicago got the windy city nickname. Yeah. From our like arrival city back in the day, and like it was sort of an insult saying that the city is full of blowhards. Whoa! It's not actually any windier than any other city. So we're dropping knowledge here. There we go. That's, That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> That's why we're bros, bro. Why are we talking about Cousin Larry? Because fucking reasons. That's why. Fucking A. Who needs a reason? Bronson, about perfect strangers. Bronson Pinchot. Fucking Andy Kaufman. Santino Morella. Santino? No. No. I don't know. No. When I think of Balky, I think Santino Morella is the Balky of wrestling sometimes. That would be a great Like the way he would talk. Like the funny. He's from fucking Jersey. Yeah, he is, but he does it so well. Like you would believe, I believed that he was the Milan miracle. And in o- down in OVW, he played a fucking Russian. That that just proves he's versatile. He is. And it's too bad he got hurt. And that's why you get stuck with a fucking comedy character, and then that's it. You're all, it's over. Yeah, but he was over for a while, dude. You got to admit that what elimination chamber match he was in. Did you? Maybe in the back of your mind, you felt maybe he could have won it. Like, a little bit. Like he, it, it was like, like he could have won it. Like, I can't deny that. A little bit. This was... If well, case, who was less to? Him and Triple H or something? No. H wasn't wrestling. It was a different... Okay. Yeah, different because this was around... See, I'm not good with times. Um, remember... Uh, basketball, right? 
there was this basketball player named like Jeremy Lin or something. It was, okay. And it was like this underdog. He yeah. finally got off the bench. He was doing amazing. That's around the time they did that thing with Santino. Cause it's like, he was the underdog in that. You wouldn't think that he would do so well. That's how the WWE does things, you know, like if it's popular in pop culture, they'll try to do it. Like that Steve Harvey thing and our truth mixing up the divas of diva of the year. One. I feel like that was a bigger thing. I really think more people watched the Miss Universe pageant than watch fucking basketball. Uh, no. I don't Just know. because it's us. <laughs> doesn't mean everybody's like that. But yeah, but notice nobody even heard of this Jeremy Lin person anymore. He's gone. Oh, Jerry Lynn. He's still wrestling. Yeah, Jerry Lynn. ECW original. That's right. Speaking of ECW Fa- Fucking founder, or what do they call it? I don't remember. Something like a founder of the X Division. All right. TNA. He was on the first TNA episode ever. I see what you're doing here. I'm not. You don't. Ahead. You always try to drop TNA somewhere. I don't. Is that like your game? You try to put like TNA in like randomly? Oh, if I don't mention them, who the fuck will? Sometimes I do by accident. Didn't watch this week, so ha! You're not getting shit for me. Oh, they're in the news. Well, we'll Once, get to at that. At least twice. Well, we were talking about ECW originals. Oh, so I guess we got. I guess we're going into headlines. I don't care, but I figured we just mentioned Jeremy Jer- Jerry Lynn. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard. Which you probably have heard because we record this podcast, like, late. Oh, but, whatever. This happened, like, Tuesday. Like, yesterday, though. Yesterday? I think it was Thursday? yesterday. Whatever. It, it happened in the week. Axel Rotten has passed. He's uh, 44. Thursday, Thursday morning, the age of 44, he was found in a motel. Uh, no word yet on the cause of death, but... He did recently suffer a spinal injury a few years ago, which ended his entering career. He wrestled, like, hardcore. Like, if there was blood, there was he was there. Like, what a tough mofo. He had a different personalized chair for every match that he fucking brought out with him. That's dedication. Yeah. Did he do the artwork for that? Do we know? Probably. I don't know. But, dude, 44. That's 22 times 2. I used to drink two 22s in the night when they were only a buck. Or even you get more drunker. You Because it's 44 ounces. That's right. Even when they were a buck and a quarter, I still went for it because I, cause I did that. The move, the move would be 40-22. Yeah. We go to the Billy store. Mm-hmm. And you get a 40 and a 22, and it's way less the price of, like, you'd have to spend more on beer to get fucked up off Billy. That's like one and a half six-packs of Bud. Yeah, I think we benefited from being men, and the fact that the taste of Colt 45 didn't deter us. I remember my first my first 40 was Coors Light. Billy was my first 40. And then I was introduced to Billy. Because, like, my, my my first 40, I was good. Eventually, my tolerance grew. And then I graduated to Billy. And then, fucking, let's say, 
17 years later, back on the Falcon. I was notorious for my my speed in which I drank Colt 45, 40s. Like, I would just go straight through that motherfucker. I gotta, because now, that's almost a challenge. Now I gotta point out, you and I, and Lou Guru, a.k.a. at Gambling Gabons, we each had a turn winning 40 hands. First ever winner of 40 hands is me. You are. First ever champion of the 40 hands. You are. The inaugural. Like, I was, I was the Chris Jericho that I created it, and you were the edge in winning it the first time. That's right. Not the edge, but edge. Got it. But, you know, that was the, you were the. Okay. <laughs> I'm justifying the the. I get the the. Okay. You don't have to justify any thes to me, my friend. We're good. Well, yeah. Where's Seth? He's not here. He's late. I um I'm, I'm I got a text message from Seth Rollins. Rehab went long again. Yeah, he's busy, and I think he started playing some Madden. So eventually he'll get here, and when he does, you know we'll fucking see what's up. Speaking of knee rehab, Ty Dillinger had what looked like a similar knee injury. Like he land? Did you see the video of how he landed? That was this week. Yeah, that was this week. I don't remember him wrestling this week. Well, it wasn't on TV. It was at a house show. Did they show it? No, it was on... If it wasn't on this week's NXT... It was on NXT. It was at house show. Did I say house show? I said house show. Oh, no, I didn't see it. Okay. You were the news guy. There was video. On the one website I use. Um, All over the internet. Got it. Um... Just tell the fans what happened I know, I and s- what the letters that he broke. Oh, he he was taking a suplex. Or I, I guess maybe he was trying to counter. I don't remember exactly. Who's he? Ty Dillinger. Who was he working with, though? Doesn't say. Uh, I wish I knew who he was working with. Maybe it was Sammy oh, Zane. Zane. Aha! God damn it. Are you fucking sure you didn't see it? I didn't see it. But I guessed it because he was working with him on his first match back. Usually when you're working with somebody, and from watching Breaking Ground, he was working with Ty Dillinger while he was rehabbing himself. So it was probably working with him on the road because that's his partner. All right. Okay. So, uh, Ty Dillinger was selling a suplex, and he landed wrong. He didn't land wrong. Like... You remember the way Seth flipped over Kane and his leg landed a little sideways? Yeah. Ty Dillinger landed the exact same way off the suplex. I saw the video. It really looked exactly the same. But apparently, PWInsider.com is reporting that it's just a bad sprain. But no word yet. As to how long, if any, time he will miss. Eh, he'll be alright. He'll be fine. He's fucking young. He's a young gun. Yeah, just inject some stem cells up, stem cells up in there and you'll be fine. Something. Did you say something about TNA? You said something about no, TNA. No, you fucking did. You said something you about TNA did it. before. 
Yeah, how we how you were trying to always get it in. So Rebby Sky is a fucking idiot. Oh, this is this is the Kong story. All right, it is the you're Kong allowed story. to put TNA in when you're talking about crazy shit like this. Because okay, granted, Awesome Kong previously had an issue where she actually got let go from TNA because she got into a physical altercation with someone named Bubba the Love Sponge. One second. In case you guys, in case you don't know who Awesome Kong is, she's like the biggest karma from WWE that got released because she yeah, got she's fighting. like she's a she's a large uh, a knockout in the the TNA knockouts division. She's kind of like she's like a she, she's basically like their monster heel right now. So I was gonna go non PG for a second. Were you? Well, I already swore like twice. You gotta take this out. I do. Take this out. If you want me to take it out, you shouldn't say it. Take this out. Okay. Okay. Take it out. Take it out. Okay. <laughs> if you can't... <laughs> That's why I gotta take that out. See, it's a good thing I'm editing. That's Bill, Billy's okay with it. You'll have to listen to know what happens. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> now, okay, so Kong had gotten into an altercation, as I mentioned, with uh, this dude, Bubba the Love Sponge. And because Bubba the Love Sponge was, at the time, Hogan's best friend, and we know how, how all that turned out. Isn't he the one that filmed, like, the sex tape or yeah. whatever? With his wife. Yeah. <sighs> Alright. Hey, okay. I'm Anytime sorry. I... Filmed the, the bad tape with... What? I... I'm sure it was bad. I didn't f- That I'm not watching. I, I, I watched... I watched the Sunny. That's a whole nother report. I'm getting to that. Give me some time. But if you say love sponge and you're calling yourself a love sponge, I'm sorry. I'm what I like to call a Seinfeldian. I've seen every episode. I can quote fucking episodes. You say you're a love sponge. I think you're that fucking old contraceptive that was literally a sponge a chick shoved up into there uterus that would absorb the love, if you will, and they would dispose of the fucking sponge. This episode is definitely rated off <laughs> And for so, the record, that's announced at the beginning of the podcast. So, you're Bubba the love sponge. That's what I think you are. You're a fucking internal cum rag. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much the very definition, so, I guess. So, for... For whatever reason, I don't fault her at fucking all. She got into an altercation with this Bubba the Love Sponge. He said some things that were disrespectful about her. He's just a... He was a shock guy, you know? He just talk shit. But anyway, you're going off the rails. I'm giving background. This is a background story. I got it. Now, I don't know... There, there is no, there hasn't been any report yet, aka Matt Hardy hasn't gone on to his fucking podcast. To, he has a podcast. He has a thing. He has a show online. Whatever the fuck. It's it, it's shown with a pool table in the background, as if that's like his house, as if he knows how to play pool. I'll kick his ass in pool any fucking day. I don't give a shit. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? Not me. <laughs> At least you, my brother, didn't fucking. Break your leg doing a fucking flip on a bike like his brother did. I know not to flip. It's like a bike. Get your point A to point B. 
Yeah. Watch yourself flipping, you're in fucking danger. Anyway. Anyway. So, Rebby Sky must have said something stupid. That's Matt Hardy's wife. Right. Now, they, the reports are still conflicting as to whether they actually laid hands on each other or not. But Awesome Kong was sent home from their European tour. And she had bruises on her neck. Kong? Um, Sky? Yeah. What? Allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Whatever. I mean. And I think the kid was nearby. So it's kind of like. Uh, so then fucking whatever Rebby Sky fucking said, she shouldn't have said in front of her fucking kid. I give Kong a lot of credit. I don't know her personally. Never met her. You, you don't? Nah. You know everyone. I don't know Kong. Oh. Um. I'll get you in touch. Also, I give no credit to fucking anyone that knows Matt Hardy except Shane Helms. He is the exception. He's banging Bella Sky for how long? Ah, whatever. That's another story. That's another story. Anyway. Listen, we're not a fucking gossip column, dude. Just fucking go. I'm trying. Get off of this already. <laughs> fucking get it out. Get it out! <laughs> so, I'm just saying, whatever Remy Sky said, she must have been fucking suicidal or stupid or both or crazy, whatever the fuck. Any woman that carries a hammer in a diaper bag is not stable. It can't be trusted. Did you carry the hammer? This is on a Basement Booker's episode 100. 99, I mean. And it was one you... One, I was letting you know how Matt Hardy won the title. Oh, that. Okay. The hammer in her diaper bag. I think that might have been a gimmick. What? Gimmick bag. Brother? No, a gimmick bag is a fanny pack. FYI. Harry's a gimmick. Um, speaking of TNA, David Richards is fucking injured. There he goes again. That's TNA shit. Uh, another knee injury. Uh, this is being called, quote-unquote, a meniscus issue. So, I always think about nose when I hear meniscus. You're thinking septum. Uh, Or mucus. That... That's probably more likely. Yeah. That, like, you're having trouble blowing your nose. Yup. Alright, so, continuing along the injury thing. He's on down the injury road. It's a sad road. It's a boring road. Everybody gets hurt. So the breaks. Hurt, song. Injury. So let's call it injuries and such because the injuries are actually done. Uh, Bo and Bray weren't at Raw or SmackDown this week because... Blackjack Mulligan is not doing good. The Grandpops, who is 73, Blackjack Mulligan, a.k.a. Bob Windham, he was hospitalized sometime between Sunday night and Monday afternoon. They flew to Birmingham to be with him. He, he had suffered a heart attack last June, and there are unconfirmed reports that he recently suffered another one. Uh, Blackjack Mulligan, get well soon. I'm bummed out, man. I really thought Bo Dallas, Bo Ryder, was working on tracks for his album. You know what? He fucking, like, 
I think we have untapped potential here. The ti- the timing of it, as far as the potential direction of Bo's character, was actually very good. They had that out because he had just debuted as Bo Rider last week, impressed people as Bo Rider, and now he's not there. They have, oh, you can say he's recording tracks. Boom. And you know what? Now you can bring him back as Bo Ryder. Then he's going to be too big for the social outcasts. That's a great point. Because he's Bo Ryder, and that's how he... Maybe they, maybe, they should, maybe they should give him the scenic gimmick, but keep making him deliver bad raps, corny raps. But they're good, though. He beat yeah. Flo Rida at that oh, contest. Like he, wa- he, like, destroyed him. It was so good. It's just that voice. Like, anything said in that voice is just funny. Like, he's, like, half falsetto all the time. Like, what's he doing? It's like he's forever 12. He's forever 12 years old. Just can't reach the... The puberty point. <laughs> yeah, I, I really feel like Bray and Bo. Like his new gear is cool now. Like he's not he's not wearing the 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 trunks anymore. He's got like uh I know he's not wearing the fucking generic white trunks, they were terrible. But like when I when I picture Bo and Bray as hanging out as brothers, I feel like Wyndham and Taylor are Bray and Bo, and there's no difference whatsoever. Right? It's fucking wacky. Yeah. I'll come back soon. Me too. That, that explains why Bray Wyatt wasn't there. Yeah. So I want... Because I was thinking Brock would do something with Bray Wyatt, but I, I wonder if that was the original plan. Or wow. they're just leaving that alone for now. Heyman explained that away pretty well. That it's at Brock Lesnar's pleasure... What he wishes to enforce the eleventh commandment. Because Heyman is great. Yeah, but we're Heyman, not. Heyman is untouchable. There is an episode about that. But speaking of episodes, wait before, if I may, please, Paul Heyman, future first ballot Hall of Heyman. Go ahead. That goes without saying. Uh, we first said, ballot. I think we said that during the Heyman Stroke episode. Whatever episode we were stroking the Heyman, so to speak. Whoa! That, that's a that's a horse of a different color, if you will. Uh, verbally, of course. Talking about how awesome he is, of course, is what Which I'm saying. anytime he comes up. You said it. Alright. So. Said so comes up, not pops so up. So, my girlfriend. Pitch in a tent or nothing like that. So, my girlfriend was listening to Basement Booker's episode 47. And it's from last year's Obviously. Royal Rumble. Okay. And we were talking about things that we think Kofi should do for his special elimination things. Did we say he should land on someone's shoulders? It was me. I said <laughs> he should land on someone's shoulders. As I was only off by saying it was somebody that was already in the match. Mm-hmm. But I said someone like a big E. <gasps> Who was eliminated. Wow. Yeah. High five. Nice. So, a little bit of... Sometimes, it just happens. Sometimes, uh, 
a basement booker, he, he gets it right. Sometimes we don't overbook. Most times we do overbook. And you know what? And it gets somewhere. Given what they did with it, considering he didn't actually get back into the match from it. Yeah. It still worked to the whole heel thing. Exactly. Where it's like, oh, this is awesome, but not awesome enough to get a pop. Yeah, because you can stay out there. I mean, you can't you can't top walking on his hands or fucking pogo sticking with JBL's chair. And it just shows the team spirit of the new day. And the 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 whole the, the thing on the wall, the leap from that fucking wall. Holy shit! Landing on the wall is one thing. Leaping from that wall. Yeah, the barricade. Kofi's got ups. Kofi is, uh, you know, he's really good. And right now he's, he's having a good time. You know, I, I would trust Kofi enough to be his prop for a dunk contest. Like... I think you fucking jump the fuck over me. Yeah, so can I. You cannot. I can. I'm standing. Dude, you're like three feet tall. I'm like five foot one. <laughs> Not like I am five foot one. I think I could jump over you. I don't think you can jump over me. I probably can't jump over you. I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm not even willing to fucking take that bit because then that just means I'm gonna fucking get you junk, either in my face or in the back of my head or something, someplace. I don't want your junk on me, at me, near me, looking at me, whatever. I'm no. Hey, man. I take no offense because win or lose, I lose. My Snap junk that. doesn't want to be anywhere near your face or any you. part of you. I hear you. For the record, ditto. So it's a mutual. Uh, it's like the magnet things, you know. Yeah. The the poles they Something go like away that. from each other. <laughs> Something like that. Because that's how they the magnetic things, right? They're poles. Yeah. Polarity. Or on top of no, I can't. I can't. That can't be the segue. You don't want to. You don't want to do it. But that's that, that, that's not the, that's not the segue. Um, in our last injury slash health related news, more unfortunate news. Unfortunately, Bret Hart has prostate cancer. Bret, we say a bunch of bad shit about you, but uh, by we we mean Rich the Riz. I guess I who, do. I remember a previous episode of the Basement Bookers podcast referred to a certain legend as appearing to look homeless. Yeah, I'm looking at didn't you, Didn't you Rich say that? Riz. No, that was you. Are you sure you didn't say that? I would never say something like that. Are you sure like I that. didn't get that from you? Yes, it was you. I'm not... Okay. It was you, and it was fucked up, and it's still fucked up. Listen, homeless people get cancer. They're not immune. God damn it. He was <laughs> sick. <laughs> I think it was the whole time, right? Or did he recently... I don't know. I don't think so. Well, this is... Ladies and gentlemen, this is now a public service announcement. If you... When you get to a certain age, you gotta get your... You gotta get your prostate checked. And that's all we've gotta say about that. Yeah. Because... You, know, you know what's involved. It's not pleasant, but you gotta just just think about it. what's the yeah. finger up the butt or cancer up the butt. Exactly. And you 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 just remember. I don't see that. <laughs> <laughs> We're like looking at each other. Like, what are you talking about? I was 
Once Told a Tale by a great friend of mine known as the Chosen One. Okay. He had seen a doctor for such an issue just to get checked. He happened to tell a joke. The joke went something along the lines of, Hey Doc, if you got your fingers up my butt, why are you both your hands on my shoulders? <laughs> the doctor then laughed, at which point the chosen one learned you do not make a proctologist laugh when his finger's up your butt. That being said... That is the public service announcement right there. I'm that being said, if there's anyone who could defeat... If, if, any, if there's anyone who could beat this, it's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. So I'm sending positive energy, and you should too, in the direction of the hitman, who for many years uh, brought fun, and contrary to Rich not liking his his personality, his what? and a lot of entertainment value to a lot of us through the years. And, and he put his body on the line, you know, his career was shortened you know by Goldberg that being Brett B the excellence of execution of cancer Mr. Hitman sir according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter management was not happy with Rock going off the rails and talking to the 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 guys dressed as legends at ringside this isn't news you know why I say it's a headline. It's not a headline. It's pointless because they can be as mad as they want. They're going to have him back because he's the rock. Anyone else would have got their asses chewed out. But he's doing them a favor. He doesn't need to be on Raw. So I think he should get carte blanche do whatever the hell he wants because it worked. It, everybody loved it. The fans How loved is he it. generating ratings if you're not announcing he's going to be there? That's my question. It's a nice surprise for the fans. And he's saying... He's well, okay, why is he and, and plus, people talk... Listen, we're not in the 90s anymore. We have something called social media. Everybody's connected. So, if you're a wrestling fan in the first place and say you're doing something else, it's like, oh, what's... Oh, shit, The Rock's on Raw. Let me change the channel. We may watch The Rock on Raw. We're, this is 2016. The word gets around, baby. If you're a wrestling fan in any level, and you're using social media, which everybody uses, you're going to know about it. I'm too old for that. The Rock trends, man. Hashtag Rock on Raw. I took your bat away, so you can't beat any dead horses today. So we're leaving that alone. That's also why I was hoping you wouldn't bring it up. Because then you're going to go, that horse has had enough. It's dead. You leave it alone. It's dead. You killed it. You're right. You took my bat away because he wasn't announced. He wasn't advertised. I don't for want Peter to come after me because you beat dead horses. Speaking of horses, Brooke Hogan has been named in a lawsuit. <laughs> oh. The Basement Booker's podcast is for entertainment <laughs> purposes only and not allowed to be taken seriously. And, uh, point all angry letters towards at Rich DeRiz on Twitter. There we go. If you're Brooke Hogan. 
Yeah. But please read why she's being sued. Quote, cyber defamation, which is uh, apparently slander conducted through the internet. Apparently the website I read had to point that out because I don't know the word, what cyber or defamation means. Um, defamation is like defamation of character yes. over the internet. Not to be confused with defecation. I'm not going any further with that. I'm done insulting her, really. Um, you know what you're doing, right? That's cyber defamation. <laughs> the lawsuit alleges that Brooke Hogan um, accused the plaintiff, Alexis Williams, on Instagram of being involved in dogfighting. And I don't give a shit. Well, that's a bad... That's a serious offense to be uh, accused of. It is. Is there proof that... This person was dogfighting? Listen, it's just saying if you're How famous... How does she know? If you're famous, you should keep your opinion to yourself. Did Brooke <laughs> Hogan go to dogfight and say, Hey, that's that's Alexis Williams. You're dogfighting! And, like... It's probably like this... This is stupid. Hollywood this shit. This is fucking stupid. She probably, like, stole her man or something. Uh, but at least she didn't fucking turn her best friend into a fucking vegetable. That's not wrestling news anyway. That's just... Good news! Good news, everyone. Lucha Underground signed for a third season. Already. It just started the they second They just season. finished filming the second season. They already signed for a third season. Excellent. Yeah, you have El Rey Network. Have you watched? No, I don't. You I don't told, have El Rey. Okay, no, you I told you I was going to look for it. I have Pop TV. Oh, oh that's... <laughs> no one gives a shit about... What's on Pop... None's on Pop, Pop TV. Pop TV used to be a TV Guide channel. I don't know, so it used to be popular. Is that that's why they're called pop? It's like, oh, we're pop. No, 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 we're not. It's like TV Guide doesn't need a channel because what do you need TV Guide for? You just hit Guide, and your TV has it. Yeah, but maybe you don't like the format. Maybe you don't like the UI. I like the UI. That's you. I. Dick. <laughs> Got me there. <laughs> I did get you there. Um. So did you? Rewatch the the Charlotte Becky match from the Rumble on the network. Oh yeah, because they took the part out with the kiss. Listen, I shook my head. It's like, look, it's done already. You taking it out, you're not, you're not standing by. Like, I remember back in the day. All that's doing is defending it. Yeah, you're saying y'all are right for being upset about this. So. The door's open now. So let's get... Anytime someone's angry about something or hurt by something, as long as the amount of butt-hurt people come, we're going to cut this out. If they were going to edit it and actually make Flair look like the bad guy, which they should have done, when it happened, they should have inserted a fucking shitload of booze. I mean, they're, they're easy to fucking insert pops. Why don't they fucking insert heat? They shouldn't do that. They shouldn't... They shouldn't edit it at all. That's what I'm saying. I understand that. You shouldn't do that. But, if they're going to react in this manner, because of because of the fact that they're a publicly traded company, which is a, the biggest reason why they do anything. I know. Really, I know. I know. That's another dead horse. I know. That's right. We're not doing that. They should insert heat. Yeah, if they're going to do it. Don't delete it. Deleting it is taking away the evidence. Which, in a way, is defending it. Here's the thing. You're right. You are 100% right. 
if you're going to do something creatively, then it should be, you should only do things that you 100% believe in mm-hmm. and should remain. That's what being an artist is. You do something, that's your art. Set up a match. I think there's like agents involved and there's people involved in setting up a match. Yeah. Now, you agents... all had this vision. See it through. It's like a piece of art. Now, with something like this, it's, it's more on the agent and the wrestlers than anything because it's the agent and the two wrestlers involved that put that together. So, one of the, those three people, three, there we go. Uh, one of those three people had that idea. Was it Charlotte? Was it Becky? Was it Flair? Or the agent? So I guess four. So one of those four people are responsible. I mean, creative might have said it. I get it. I get it. But here's the thing. No matter what the circumstances were, I know it gets said a lot and it's like, I'm not the only one to say it. But I'm going to say that I'm also, I feel like everybody's always apologizing for something. Everybody's offended about something and it's annoying. You knew that was, if you, you had to know as a person. That's my dead horse and your dead horse together. That wasn't going to be accepted. You had to be smart enough to know that. You're a publicly traded company. How, is that really going to go over in 2016? Like you should be aware. Then don't do it. Is it bad that I if think... If you're just going to apologize for it, don't do it. Is it bad that I think it might have been Rick's idea? He's kiss stealing. Woo! I he mean, is. maybe. Maybe. I don't know if it was, but maybe it could have been his idea. And everybody's like, well, he's a legend. He knows what works. Why don't we go with that? Who knows? It'd be interesting to find out who the agent was. We wouldn't know any enough... Or say if we did, then what does that matter? I mean, it could come out. I mean, um, it's a, I don't know. I would like to know whose idea that was, ultimately. If you're going to apologize for it, don't do it. That's all. If you're going to do something, stick to your guns. Have some integrity. Try to come up with a better finish than throwing a fucking jacket over somebody's eyes, and that stops them from holding a submission. <clears throat> We're in the home stretch here. Uh, Marty Janetti apparently took offense to his name being mentioned as the Janetti. <laughs> did, 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 you read, did you hear about this? Please. Read about this. All right. Um, Even if I did, we do have listeners. He tweeted, quote, Did that bitch just say what I think I just heard on Raw? <laughs> did, uh I said this on Facebook, actually. Uh, quote, Steph, should I remind the world that all them kids might not be hunters? Oh! That's low! Really? That's name-calling. Name-calling? That's downright offensive. That's, that, that's fucking defamation. That's cyber defamation. Him and fucking Brooke Hogan, they should date. That's also... Remember that time that you could have potentially been a Hall of Famer? Yeah, that's gone. So, good luck, buddy. There's no way Marginale would have ever been a fucking Hall of Famer. Eventually, you run out of people to put in. More people... 
I think he. I don't. I think no. He, I no. I, even the sober part of me wants to say it. More wrestlers are going to die that are going to go into the Hall of Fame before Marty Jannetty. Kama Mustafa is going into the Hall of Fame as the Godfather, as the Good Father, as Papa Shango. You take your pick. Jannetty ain't, and not because of this. Well, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Marty Jannetty, we wouldn't have the term Jannetty. Is, does, we wouldn't have the, that, the status quo of there's always a Janetti and there's always a Charlotte. Does that help his case? No. I don't think... He's the Janetti of the Hall of Fame. Now. Should they open a Janetti wing? No, because then he'd have something. My Janetti, Bart Gunn, uh... Got me other people. But also, they could put K Quick. Ha- they could put K Quick in there, but our truth will get will go separate. I love our truth. Our truth is great. Oh man! Like he, recently, he's like one of my favorite wrestlers. And, and you don't even have to exactly Just coming into the fucking rumble with the ladder. <laughs> that was epic. <laughs> like I, I shit on some of his previous antics, but that was fucking great. That was like, gold. The fact everyone stopped. Everyone stopped and said, what the fuck is this nutcase doing? It's like he's... he. I feel like he comes from a good place. <laughs> and like... You don't know. Like, by the way he acts and how he performs, you don't know that guy's 50 years old. I couldn't believe it. You also don't know that he's acting. He is so damn good. He's lived a life. Like he's he's, he's forty eight. He's forty eight, right? He's fifty. He's not fifty. He's like fifty. No, he's not fifty. I'm you should ask right your now. ask uh, ask the research assistant. How old is our truth? Okay, Google. Ron Killings, Wikipedia. Uh, right now, I, Rich, I gotta click it. Rich DeRiz is checking out uh, Ron Killings on the... 44. He's 50 years old, by the 6. 44. And his birthday was January 19th. So, just turned 44. Oh, I thought he was 50 years old, just like Roman Reigns said. I guess he was joking. You didn't catch that... Why do you believe any Samoan? What does it matter what's, what race someone is if I want to believe them or, uh, or ethnicity? That's oh, the word. Oh, so, so let's say Samo- Samoans don't have hot heads because that's racist. That, it's okay to head about some Samoans. You can have a hard head and still be intelligent. Intelligence has nothing to do with lying. I'm not talking about fucking intelligence at all. You're saying that... <sighs> well, I don't know. You're saying not to trust a Samoan. Right. What does that have to do with their heads being hard? I don't have any idea. I don't know where I was going with that. This is why you can't drink so much before we start recording. So I finished my four loco, and I'm I'm halfway done with my forty. So whatever. Uh, <laughs> at, at least I didn't call Stephanie McManovich. I'm just saying. You just said the words together. Oh, wait, you put an A between and didn't before. Got it. I'm referring to Marty Janetti. 
You you don't want to do that. She's basically running things. Even if she wasn't. Happy wife, happy life. Okay. I don't know where you're going with that. Hunter's in charge, right? Yeah. If she doesn't want people around, they're not going to be around. So Janetti's definitely not going to be a Hall of Famer. Oh, it's it's not, it's not like Stephanie doesn't have fucking clout of her own. Of course she does. There's no way. She's, she runs the business. Or how about Vince runs the business? He does. That's his daughter. Yeah. It's just... It's Respect is a big thing. They should they should specifically make a Janetti wing. No, they should That'll be because the then you're him. making his name important. The best way to destroy your enemies is to erase their name from history. You can't erase Marjanetti's name from history. No one's gonna ever mention him. And you know what? No one's gonna care. You can't learn. Anything about Shawn Michaels until you know where he started. He had a tag team partner. Who is he? No one cares. Let's go on. That's easy. I feel like that is going to be tougher to erase than Benoit. I don't want to talk about this. So It's dark road. It is dark road. It's no streetlights. And you always bring it up. Can you stop? Benoit? Listen, if you want us to get picked up... And be the the official podcast journalist of the WWE. You gotta play ball. Morrow, give us a good word. We love you. The As best. the architect of this podcast, I implore you to stop using the B word. You were I think I think Seth wore that hoodie on something also. Are you, you trying to help are you trying to help our listeners with their basement bookers visualization? Yeah. Leave my hoodie alone. I'm just saying. It's keeping me cozy. We're fucking indoors, man. Yeah, but I like it. It's nice and cozy. It was a little chilly earlier. It's chilly in the basement booker studio. Apparently last week on SmackDown, they filmed the Team Bad breakup segment. I heard about that. It just didn't air. Just fucking stupid. I think they didn't want to do it on a show like SmackDown. That shows uh, how much they care about SmackDown. Because they did it on Raw instead. They did it on Raw. I feel like the like Raw they actually wanted... attacked her. Yeah. Because it's like on SmackDown seemed like amicable? Is that the word? What's the word? That's a word. That's oh. probably the word. The word, right? Am- like probably. When everybody's I seen, cool with I the split. Se- I haven't seen the segment, so I don't know. Well, from the way it was described, it seemed cool. I didn't see the Like, they were okay. I didn't see the description at all. Well, just take my word for it. And if I'm wrong, who cares? Yeah, whatever. Uh, well, no, no, because it's never going to air. You ready for the bad news? Is it the Team BAD news? No. Oh, okay. We, we just We just talked about that. Okay. Well, I thought it? maybe there was more to it. Well, what was in that coffee? That was just coffee. Milk yeah. and sugar. No, there's no sugar. Just milk and the black stuff. Which is coffee. NXT releases. Oh, I don't know about that. Bull what? Dempsey. What? Sylvester LaFour, Marcus Louis, and two dudes I never heard of. Peter Howard and... Magno, a.k.a. Oscar Vasquez, 
released from the NXT deals. No more Bullfit. Why? That's the biggest name. Why do you keep Alex Riley? I like Bull Dempsey more than I like Alex Riley. Alex Riley has an intensity that they can market. Really? Because it's worked out so well for him. Give it time. Bull Dempsey... He did show some versatility towards the end. Bullfit. 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 I mean, I think... I think they probably don't want people chanting, This is bullfit. Where the fit could easily be replaced with shit. And the fans could be saying shit. I don't know. That's... That is some bullfit right there. That's what I'm saying. I, I hope... You know what, man? Bull Dempsey... We'll find, if, if wrestling's something he wants to keep doing, then he's going to find a place and he's going to do good. He already uh, posted... His dates? His uh, email address. So bookings. he's available for bookings? Good. Weddings, bar mitzvahs. Dude, maybe we can book him for your bir- for the birthdays. Hey, he's from Brooklyn. Yeah, he doesn't have to wrestle it's, or anything. He doesn't have to travel. It's just... Just hang out. Come down and eat cake. Yeah. Do you think Kevin Owens will drop by do you and think, try to get your birthday cake? We you can think, get Bull Dempsey to protect your birthday cake. Do you think we could pay Bull, Bull Dempsey in cake? No, nah, man. Let's not be insulting, all right? We're going to use actual cash right. money. He's he's bullfit, so he's off yeah, the cake. Yeah, he, 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 you know. I'll give Kevin Owens some fucking cake. I don't give a shit. He, he, he doesn't have, need your permission. He can have a quarter of my cake. He doesn't need your permission. He's going to go for all the cake. Speaking of all the damn, camp. I can't believe they released Paul Dempsey. I'm really bummed. That that was the biggest fucking name out of all. Yeah, he's a nice kid, man. I say kid. Meanwhile, he's not that much young. Old he's probably like 26, 27. Really? I don't think. He, he I had, wonder if it has to do with his fitness. I think if it did, he would have fixed it already. Yeah. I mean, Zizi hasn't been fired. Why? Don't get me started. They let him go, but they're going to keep ZZ? That's not right. Anyway, I know how you feel about that guy, and I don't want to talk about him, so I'm not going there. Honestly, what I've seen on, um, and of course they show you Breaking what ground. they want you to see, but what I've seen on Breaking Ground is he... He's going to wash fucking, out. He gave up on his some of his training. He's going to wash out. So. He's not used to fucking working hard for shit. He's used to doing this one thing that he loves, and happen, he, he happens to be good at it. So, there you go. It's like me. If I, something's working. I play pool. I happen to be pretty good at it. So, I love doing it. Darts. I enjoy playing darts. I'm not good at it. So, I don't like playing it often. Yeah, but if there was something that you needed to improve upon... To be better at pool or darts, you do it. Like you don't miss out on practicing. You didn't. You used to practice, right? Yes. Dude, you whenever you went out, and I happen to be around, I was playing. You're always on the fucking pool table all the time. I I I had a. It's a passion. If it required you to be in a certain shape, let let's not get crazy because it's pool. Okay. Well, let, let me let me. Let me give a real analogy here. 
ZZ quit on the drills he was doing, which was basically hopping around the ring with his arms, his hands cardio behind stuff. his head. Yeah, cardio stuff, which he needs to fucking work on. They will blow you up, bro. Oh, I, I can't fucking do any of that shit. I know that. Um, I can probably manage when I used to run, but before that, no. Tell you a story. We need a story when I first when, when I first started as captain of my pool teams, two of them, ones and three, different leagues. Um, I would get to because like I hadn't played in all in all these bars. I hadn't played on all these tables that we were playing on. So I wanted to see how the tables were. So I would get there an hour early and I would practice on them. I notice like if I'm if if I'm not playing against someone, if I'm just practicing, and basically I'm just shooting for an hour straight, I get muscle fatigue. Like I actually blow out to the point where like I'll peak and then I can't shoot anymore sound like you fart I know that was a raspberry okay if you wanna use I just visualized you just got so tired you're like hunched over with the pool cue that all of a sudden you just fart no (laughs) that's not what it is maybe maybe a little shit comes out because like like, there's a lot like believe it or not there's a lot of tricep action in it because the tricep controls the speed. Whereas, like, the bicep is the one that contracts when you shoot, but the tricep, your tricep control is what slows your shot. And shooting slow is the key to shooting accurately. Like, right now, I'm just doing the motion. I feel it in my tricep. So, you're welcome, folks. You just got pool tips from Rich the Riz. There you go. We're versatile. We know stuff. I mean, other than wrestling, pool is my passion. As far as... Pool is something I do. Wrestling, I watch. Pool, I do. Regardless. um, I got pretty good at pool. Could I have been better? Absolutely. What would have gotten me better? Uh, focusing on some of the basics. To focus on the basics, you have to do drills. Well, the muscle fatigue thing, I really can't do drills. Because if you don't, if you drill for less than an hour a day, you're not going to get better. I happen to get as good as I got by playing people that were better than me. To the point where I could beat anyone that was better than me. Doesn't make me better than them. That just means that quarter of the time, third of the time, maybe more, I can beat them. If I consider someone better than me and I beat them a third of the time or more, I'm good. I'm happy. So in relation to... The ZZ thing. In relation to the ZZ thing, you were going somewhere. Doing drills sucks, but it makes you better. It's not as much fun as actually playing the game. Yeah, it makes you better. 
It's about the dedication, the time, the energy that you can and are willing to put forth into it. There's a problem there. There's a difference between pool and that. You not doing your drills doesn't have the potential to physically harm someone. You're absolutely right. 100%. Thanks. I said it from fucking the very beginning. He needs to work on his cardio. That is his fucking weakness. Yep. That's his one weakness. Because he's got the charisma. And he didn't put on a bad wrestling match. And he's an asshole. It's an opinion. That's my opinion. Based on something. Based on him being an asshole. Alright, well. (laughs) (laughs) What more do I need? (laughs) The baseball book is... You know, he's... Alright, maybe he's not. I don't know. He's probably a nice kid. I'm just hating because... I'm not wrestling. Because he's got a job and you don't. In wrestling. Yeah. Pretty much. Speaking of assholes. We're now at the main event of the evening, folks. If you could call it that. Speaking of assholes. Sunny Side Up was released earlier this week. Online and is available on DVD Tuesday, February 9th. This podcast is rated off for realness. And here we go. This is the explicit effing content that Richard Riz's voice warned you about at the very beginning. Now, let's consider this an exclusive because... He's going to try to keep this as neat as possible. Yes. Folks. Um, Be creative with your euphemisms. I had a I had a source who watched the video text me earlier today and basically say how he felt that he, he watched the video, he watched what he could of it, and he felt that it was sad. Um Wow. He was depressed almost by what he saw. Um, and was, did he have to like convince himself that it wasn't his fault what happened? There was definitely that aspect to it because, you know, it wasn't him, it it wasn't him that aged Sonny. Right. Now, I watched half of the, the whole thing, um... There's a 15-minute clip, which was solo. Then there was... The, se- the second clip was her and a dude. I haven't seen the third yet. Okay. I got through the first clip and half of the second. Um, and let, let, let's take them individually. First clip, pretty good. Still, like, she, she showed... There was this, she was amateurish. A bit. Right. The second clip... Her and the dude, also pretty amateurish in that, first of all, I don't remember seeing that much kissing in, um, but other than that, like, the dude was early on in the set, in that clip, the dude was trying to direct her, and she kind of wasn't having it, so they actually switched camera angles to fucking accommodate, and then again, 
later on towards towards mid clip, which was where I finished. I mean, where I stopped watching it. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> where I stopped, where, where I finished watching it. Read it off, realists, folks. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> this is where the R comes from. Arch, there is. Uh, uh. Where like. She was clearly trying to have sex. Meanwhile, the dude was clearly trying to make a... Gotcha. And, I mean, anyone experienced knows there's a pretty big difference between the two. Besides just the kissing. So, was it sad, as my source said? Maybe the reasoning behind it? Did she look bad? In the face? Yeah. Now, would you say that she's like... See, from what I remember of, like, in her prime, mm-hmm. she was, like, supermodel hot. So now she's, like, regular woman, sort of okay. She's like... That, is that, like, a good guess? I would say used to be hot, now put on some weight, and... Smoked a lot. Did some drugs. It's not bad. It's not... Like, if someone described that to me and it wasn't sunny, and it wasn't, like, someone that I would be interested... The way your source is describing it... If so, Okay, if someone had described it to me without saying it was an actress, I'd be like... I'm not wasting my time on that. Like, the way your source describes it, it's like... If her life was a movie, that's like the part in the movie where the person hits bottom. Because, like, they're in trouble with the law, but they need money to pay their legal bills. There's only one way to make that money. Quickly. Well, A, that's her actual fucking story. That's what I'm saying. So it's like that part of the movie. B, did you ever see the music video for Turn the Page, the Metallica version? I don't remember it. Why don't you draw a picture uh, it's about, like, older strippers and them toting their kids along with them. So this is like turn the page without the kid. Just because I didn't see a kid don't mean the kid wasn't there. I'm not... Listen. What the fuck? I'm just saying. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> you, you, dude, you led us there. I'm, oh, I'm the one saying. Jesus Christ. I, I was just trying to. I didn't see a kid. Join the conversation with you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, that's enough. So, uh, what would your rating oh, be uh, out of five stars? Or you want to use letter grades? Two and a quarter. Okay. It's a hard two and a quarter. I'll take your word for it, sir. Uh, in a related note, I don't know if you've heard this. Did you um, the book? Huh? Did you the book? Tammy Sitch extended a challenge to China. You haven't heard this. This is... That's why I have my... To compete in a quote-unquote sex match. What? Telling China they can have a one-on-one sex match or they can bring in a man and, quote, see who taps first. She spoke with TMZ.com about the sex match challenge issued to China. China, uh, uh, Tammy say the following about the challenge, quote, Without a doubt, she can kick my ass in the wrestling ring, but I really don't think she chances a chance at me where it matters most, in the bedroom. 
What the fuck? <laughs> this is called making money. Are you sure you, you don't want? Are you sure you don't want some of this? This is. I know that this is tough to deal with. I really haven't hit bottom yet. <laughs> I, it's like I'm approaching bottom. Oh, I know someone who has. <laughs> and she was wearing a Hall of Fame ring in the video. I mean, Hall of the Hall of. Did I say that right? Hall of Fame. She was wearing the Hall of Fame, the whole Hall of Fame. <laughs> At first, I thought like, for some reason, I, I I thought like they were trying to do like a like a she was challenging her to a version of the Houston Five Hundred. Well, like, <laughs> we see who who can survive the most. Sort of like a Royal Rumble in some way. It. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> it's been quite a while since. I felt bad for a referee. <laughs> I think most recently I felt bad for a referee in the, what, what, what was it? Pat Patterson versus May Young dress match or some shit oh, like that. Oh, it was uh, Pat Patterson versus uh, Jerry, Jerry Briscoe. The Stooges. Yeah, Jerry Briscoe, May Young. Same thing, right? That's big difference. I'm sorry, May Young. It's a huge difference. May Young. Disrespectful shit. <laughs> May Young is a legend. You respect the legend, Jabroni. Jerry Briscoe was a great fucking recruiter, though. Yeah. You fucking found talent. I think you found Kurt Angle. I think you're right. I can't believe it. Well, I think I think China did stuff with the same company that... Yeah, China did Vivid, too. That was the Night in China thing. This is a possibility that this could happen. Right there, she's just... She's setting it up right now. That's how you set it up. It's a work, bro. It's a work. It's not a shoot. So how far are we from a crack pipe on a pole match? I gotta be honest with you. I don't think we should rule it out. I don't think it could be ruled out. I think it's possible. They should be like a federation with like hit bottom folks. I was gonna say rock bottom, but you can't. But, like, people, like, really hit bottom. Like, you're an Aggie? Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I don't know if that's bottom. Why I'm, I'm not, what am I talking about here? Maybe that's just what she wanted to do. Maybe that was her dream. You know? Whatever. I don't know her. Some people like different things. She didn't be enjoying herself. I like PlayStation, Legos, you know? People like different things. Some people like wrestling. Other folks, they like sports that... Might not be real. You know? Yeah, like, there's, there's a Super Bowl coming up. That ain't real. No, it's not. They decide who wins at the beginning of the year. Like, who's in, who cares? Everyone just wants to... I think it's the Denver Broncos versus uh, Carolina. One of the Carolinas. Yeah. The one with the Panther. Well, let's go The Den one where Charlotte is. Let's go Denver. Because I don't want anything fucking Carolina related to win because of the Hardys. My pick is Denver because I think this is Peyton Manning's last year, and I think he should get another. Uh, he, I think he should get a Super Bowl ring. He's on. He's on the Broncos. Yes. Okay. He's their uh, quarterback. Yeah, I think this could be his last year. He's funny. I never understood the the meaning behind the names for quarterback. You have a quarterback here, halfback, fullback. Why is the quarterback the lead and the fullback not? Because fullback is full, quarterback is quarterful. A quarterback, you notice, is always smaller. So a quarterback is like a quarter of whatever the height system is for a fullback. 
So a fullback is four times the height of a quarterback. Yes, generally. That's how it works. So fair. Listen, I'm not a football magician. <laughs> but I don't follow that fake shit. I keep it real. Me too, bro. So, I'm telling you right now, the Denver Broncos, you heard it right here. The only piece of Super Bowl you're going to hear here. Denver Broncos are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Meanwhile, the Panthers have been doing really good this year. I say Broncos win by 11 or more. Okay. It's good action. There you go. Mason Bookers, what the gambling gavons say? Let us know. They tell us, but we're not on the, the scope right now. Cut it out. I'm done. All right. That's it. Listen, that was good. It's pretty good. All right. And we're back. We never left. So we saw on Raw the quote-unquote beginnings of dissension between... The Brothers in Arms, Reigns and Ambrose. Remember that time that Dean Ambrose told Reigns he's a sidekick? And he just agreed? That was great. That was good. I like that part. That was fucking... That was How do you know really he's not great. my sidekick? Yeah. Because... Because he is. Because... And he just what? nods, doesn't say anything. He's like... Because best bros, they're just the sidekick to the other one when the other one is in the spotlight. Yeah, pretty much. It's just much. like, you're in the spotlight. Okay, I'm your bro. I'm here for you. And, and then turn tables turn. It's like, all right. I'm in the spotlight. You're my bro, right? Cool. We're good. Uh-huh. So it started with the... Did it start on SmackDown? No. I think Raw. SmackDown was it because I didn't, didn't notice anything on Raw. It looked like they were together. Solidarity. Was it all on SmackDown? You might be right. Did it- the the tease was on SmackDown, or it might be. They, I think the miscommunication was SmackDown. Yeah, it was two of them. Both of them happened on SmackDown. Well, there you go. So we're Smack- gonna break it down. So on SmackDown, uh, Reigns had a match with Rusev, one on one. Count out, right? Rusev lost. DQ. DQ. Okay. Rusev lost because Barrett and. Shane has got that fight already. Yeah, whatever. Rusev versus Roman when Jericho was guest referee. Yeah. At this point, they're the league of droppers, aren't they? Yeah. So, um, two of them were holding reins on the outside. Dean Ambrose came down and delivered an elbow, and the two league of droppers members bailed out and. Rain and Ambrose hit the elbow on Reigns. It's like, oh, shit. Oops. Yeah. We can't stop midair. Right. So, nothing came of that. Faces held the ring. Then later on, there was a tag match. Reigns and Ambrose versus Rusev and Del Rio. And... Reigns wrestled twice? Yeah. I mean, well... Damn. So, Rusev. Yeah, but like... Can't just have another match. Let me at you, player. Yeah, they did that thing. Tag team. Someone uh, or the other. Tag team. Big Johnny. Teddy. H. H. Taylor. Hayes. Right on. There you go. So. 
main event, something really similar happened. Dean Ambrose, I think, tr- tried to dive onto the outside, onto uh, someone. Reigns was, like, grappling with someone, as if he grapples, right? And Ambrose... Yeah. That happened. Ambrose tried to dive to the outside. He ended up, like, landing on Reigns. Reigns was like, oh, what are you doing? And, like, as they're having words... Someone tries to sneak up on Ambrose, and Reigns hits him with a Superman punch. But then, towards the end, faces hold the ring, but Reigns is looking at Ambrose like, dude, what were you doing? So, they're starting to show the dissension. The inevitable. The move here is... It's to make Fastlane better, which is working. The move here is, you see, Ambrose did it by accident. The move, because they want to push Reigns as the face. To make that work, he has to have another best friend turn on him. Ambrose has to come across as the obvious heel. He needs to really really turn on Reigns. I don't know. Maybe. Not in a cool way. In a fucking asshole way. That's what he's gotta do. I think... I don't know. The way the picture's painted to me, it's like it's an honest mistake by Dean Ambrose. And Roman Reigns has been so fucked with all the time. He's like distrustful. So he's starting to not, not, not trust his friend. That would make I just feel like, all right, let's, give me a second. Mm-hmm. We do recall when we're talking about Triple H in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. How he be the face. Right. Where is Fastlane this year? I don't know what kind of fans it's going to be in front of. Where is Fastlane? I don't know. But my point is this. Because I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, hold on a second. You have Roman Reigns, right? Roman Reigns, the guy you're trying to push, right? He's the guy. Mm-hmm. You're on your phone. You're checking shit. I am. Fast Lane is in Cleveland, Ohio. Home state of Dean Ambrose. Here's the thing. You're going to have Roman Reigns. In a match with Dean Ambrose and Brock Lesnar. At at the moment, it's face for face for face. Besides the point. Out of those three guys, what's the order in order of popularity? Be honest. In your own mind. My mind, Ambrose, Brock Reigns. Now, for the average fan, it's probably Brock Ambrose Reigns. Either way, you cut it. For most people, Brock and Ambrose are interchangeable in order. And then Reigns, for most people, and John Cena children types. <laughs> and I kind of like him too. He's not, he'll probably get booed. It's like, they don't, they're not going to want, he, my point is this. You're saying Ambrose should be the heel. He won't be the heel. You said it's his home area? Home state. It's his home state. So, you want him to be a heel. He can't be a heel if they're not going to boo him. 
Like the whole point is to make the hero look good. Like the, you want the hero to be the hero. Unless you're using the fans turning on him as like motivation for him to win. Like, I don't know. I feel like that you can't make Ambrose the heel. So, wait a second. Who do you think is winning this match? Roman is going to win the match. Okay. So we're on the same page there. He, yeah, he's definitely got to win the match, but it's, he's not, it's good. It, okay. It depends on how they do it. It still has to make, it still has to seem like the deck is stacked against him for him to win. Well, it's a triple threat match. One, no disqualification. No disqualification. Two, and, Dean Ambrose is in it, which uh, no DQ favors him. Three, Brock Lesnar is in it, so. Fuck everybody else. Yeah. That, that's, uh, I wonder, I think, I feel like Brock Lesnar is plan B. And four, Paul Heyman will fucking talk everybody the fuck out of the building. Yeah. So, it's gonna be interesting. Like, I'm not so much intrigued about the outcome. Cause I, I'm 90%, I have a 90% feeling that Roman's going to Mania to fight H. And you know what? Unless they change their mind. Speaking of Heyman. Yeah. As I understand it, Cleveland isn't terribly far from Philly. So there are probably a bunch of... I am not going to agree with you. Because I'm already bad with math. <laughs> I don't want to be a geography fool. I could be Because what if we're wrong? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what if you're wrong? If we're wrong, we get told otherwise. Fucking social studies was years ago. Even though it's like really geography. I like how, yeah, exactly. Quote unquote, social studies is all about history. It's like, well, this isn't studying social shit. It's studying history. Like, do you know the difference between history and social? No? All I know is socializing is history. <sighs> socializing is history. I'm fucking married. You're practically married. No socializing. This is we socialize. So- we socialize. Yeah. That's what we do. We happen to record it. And publish it as a podcast called The Vason Bookers Podcast. I feel like in life, everybody has, like, people they can talk to, right? Yeah. Like, there's people that you talk to. It's like, yeah, you're interested in what they have to say, but are you really interested in what they have to say? Yeah. But some people, it's like, you sit there quiet while they're talking. Sometimes I feel like, you know how like some wrestling matches, it's like, you gotta put, you gotta, every, every guy's gotta get their stuff in. Yeah. So I feel like when you, when it's multiple people in a social situation, it's kind of like a multi-person match. Mm-hmm. And those are hard to follow. <laughs> and it's always like, everybody wants to get their stuff in. But some people you talk to, it's like, you don't care who gets their stuff in. Like, you could do the favors, which means you do the job, which means you let the guy win, get you put them over. over. Mm-hmm. You could put these people over, it wouldn't bother you. And you don't care. Because you feel like you, you're both getting over. You know what I mean? Yep. It reminds me of that. Bring com- it in. I'm bringing it in, guys. Yeah, it reminds I'm me of that. wrestling talk here. reminds me of that conversation in Fight Club with um, the narrator and Marla talking early on and they're talking about how it's easier to talk to the person 
where it's nice to talk to someone that's not waiting for their turn to speak. Yeah. I, and you know what? I know when people are doing that to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll sit there, and I'll see the fucking gears turning. <laughs> They're just waiting with their fucking disgusting, Wait, what is it about me? Is it about me yet? Is it about me? Let me know what happened to me. You gotta really... What fucking, about me? That's a that's a really fucking Smeagol look on you got on your face there. <laughs> it's kind of like the precious. Yeah. Like, the they pre- are... The precious conversation. Like, they are the precious. Uh-huh. They want to talk about their preciousness. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I got into that, but you get what I was saying. Absolutely. I don't remember what we were talking about before. That oh. was great. <laughs> and Rose Reigns and um, Brock. Oh, yeah. Well, I already made my pick. I'm sticking with Roman to win. I'm going with Roman to win, too. I mean, we're one, maybe two weeks out. I don't know when the fuck it is. Dude, so. all I know is if you don't think your TV's going to go... And it's gonna go dark. And why it's gonna show up? Yeah, you're crazy. And you're gonna hear mumbling. It's like, anyone but you, Roman. Here's the thing. Now I'm confused. Does Bray Wyatt's head explode? Cause, if he goes out there, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and Brock Lesnar's there. He's shooting with Brock. Right? So his logic dictates him to fuck with Brock's chances. It's anyone but you, Roman. The only anyone else there is Dean Ambrose. And he hates Dean Ambrose. He feudal, yeah, he feuded with Dean Ambrose, the fucking stupid exploding monitor. Yeah. So, what's happening here? Anyone but you, Roman. And anyone but you, Dean Ambrose. And anyone but you, Brock. And... Does he default to the lowest... I, or probably defaults to the lowest one on the priority list to him. Because he only first started using anyone but you with Roman. Then that must be his anyone but. Since he's fusing with Brock, then it has to be Dean Ambrose. He won that feud. Stupid fucking exploding man. That was <laughs> stupid. That was fucking stupid. Did you hear a word I said? I did. Okay. I absolutely did. I'm processing. <laughs> Fucking monitor. That thing was stupid. It's better than the hologram. But you know what? We still don't know what that is. <laughs> we'll never know. You said Bray won that shoot. Yeah, he, that was the last it's match of it with the, with the monitor, right? Yeah. It's a cheap-ass win, though. I remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about how... um, Like, we, we basically said, what feud has Bray won? And, like, that's the one, but... Jericho. That almost doesn't count. That, hell, that cage match where you... You fucked up, you broke his toe, whatever the fuck. Yeah. That almost doesn't count just because it's Jericho. Jericho's job is to... Jericho's goal in life now is to put people over. Yeah. But really, what did WWE Creative do with it? They feuded him with Roman... For... For... Wyatt to get owned... More to get Roman over. Make him look so Jer- really good. So Jericho put Wyatt over to put Roman over. I don't know if that was the plan originally. Bray needs to fucking start saying up for his fucking... Bray is probably... The Wyatt family is probably the most over collective. 
I won't say group. I won't say faction. Yeah, I'm pretty sure New Day beats the Wyatts. Wait. For the end of the sentence. Never. Wait for the end of the sentence. Okay. The Wyatt family is the most over collective group of people, faction, tag team, single, or whatnot, to not hold a belt. Oh, yeah. They don't need it. As part of the group. Because Harper was IC champ. Twice. But, yeah. Ridiculous. But that was when he was on his own. Rowan still needs to be carried in the ring, apparently. He, was, uh, he had a match on SmackDown, I think it was. SmackDown, he lost the right back. It wasn't a great match. Oh. I think he won with the meat hook clothesline. Yeah, that's not even the finisher. I like that finisher. I think it's better. I like impact moves. Because it could come out of nowhere if it wanted to. Shell Shock's not an impact move? It is, but there's a setup. Like, you gotta be picked up. Like, there's less of a chance. So you like the sudden. Yeah, snap. I like the snap to it. Like a nice, good clothesline. You've always been a Randy Orton fan. Yeah, so just. Because you could get got. It's like. It, 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 <laughs> it's, it's in the family of uh, super kicks and. Stunners. Stunners, RKOs, you know, mm-hmm. quick moves like that. Maybe he should try that as a finisher. Like, Shellshock, yeah, we get you strong, mm-hmm. but look at, look how big your arms are, dude. And there's less, you, you, you're doing less work that way, too. When you think about it. Like, always picking somebody up. Like, I know he's strong, but you could put your back out or something. You should try, I think, from a dude of his size and stature. Like a good hold? A Michinoku driver would be fucking ridiculous. I don't know. I like to meet up clothesline. Something like that. Other than, like, I, from JBL, I bought it as a finisher. Well, the because of clothesline's his, a more powerful clothesline. Because of the height from Sean O'Hare. Died, right? He's the one that died? From Sean O'Hare, may he rest in peace. His clothesline was ridiculous because he always stepped into it. Like, he would get down on one knee to follow through with a clothesline. Yeah. That was ridiculous. The momentum would just... And but, they would just spin over yeah. that thing. But he had like he had the height in which to do that. Like, Ryback doesn't have the height. Strength-wise, yeah, man. about the same. Like, they're, they're, they were both fucking cut to shit. Yeah. Well, I think that's a cool move, though, because then... Because Shell Shock's his finisher, right? Yeah. So the meat hook's set up, right? Mm-hmm. So after he knocks him down with that ridiculous clothesline... Yeah, and you're like, you're dazed. He picks him up. Like, logically, that doesn't make sense to me. Because if I hit a meat hook clothesline, I'm going to go for cover. Why am I picking you up to put you in the Shell Shock? Person. I'm giving you a chance to wake up. The person is dazed. That's it's good when, if they get caught in it. The person is dazed. That's why it's easy to get them off their feet once they get back onto their feet. Just imagine them getting, quote-unquote, knocked out with the meat hook clothesline so they get back to their feet, and they're basically out on their feet. They shouldn't be able to get back up from meat hook And then that's the finish. Then he's not hitting them hard enough. Well, that should be his his setup. I don't know. It, it, it's rough to sell a clothesline as a finish. Not a meat hook clothesline. Because he, go, he goes like this with the arm. Mm-hmm. 
He does a thing. That's his stomping on the on the mat like HBK. Also for chanting, which was dumb too. It's still cool though. Like you want to have, I would have if I was wrestling. Like I think a must have would be I need a thing. Honestly, you know what? Thinking back to Michaels with that with the with the stomping. Yes. The stomping was when I I, I said no, this shit is stupid. <laughs> like, Why is he letting him know? When he would hit the super kick just flat out before the stomp. Like, oh, it before, just happened. Before, yeah. It was like, he's out. Holy shit. Because yeah. that was a fucking quick, sudden, out of nowhere impact move. It's funny you mentioned the super kick. When Lance Storm was on the Ross Report podcast. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how he was talking to Triple H, how he wanted to have the super kick as his finishing move. If it's cool, if he could do that, and he's Storm's like, "Storm's ends, yeah, Triple H, okay." And he's like, "Well, a lot of guys do that move, you know, here as like a transition move." He's like, "Yeah, but when I do it, I knock people out." He's like, "Oh yeah, do that. <laughs> that's good." <laughs> and so Michael's then so he protects. No, I'm saying he protects his finisher. That's why, like, I don't, like, the super kick's awesome, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. And it's a cool move. But a lot of people use it just to do it, to go into another move. Like the DDT. But I think that's a better example. Yeah, like, you have to protect your shit. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Because then it's like, well, if your finisher doesn't finish people... Why is it a finisher? Like, an, like I'll put on a one-hour episode of ROH and see, like, four codebreakers. Yeah, and that's Jericho's move to win his yeah. matches. So what are you trying to say? Like, well, maybe his is the more powerful one because he's mastered it. But still, yeah. Some people don't think about like, that. Yeah, like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? There's but so many moves. Yeah. Did the suplex used to be, like, a kind of... Did some people use, like, a suplex to finish people? Besides Mr. Perfect? Besides the Perfect Plex, which is just a modified Fisherman Suplex. Which is fucking epic. I love Fisherman uh, Suplex. Jim Neidhart, I think, used a, a suplex. Uh, I mean, fucking Taz. With the the, Taz, the Tazplex, a.k.a. the Exploder. A.k.a. T-Bone. T-Bone. Which... Taz actually coined that term. Uh, souple, if you will. Corey Graves was healing it up this week. Like, it was. I was like, it's weird, right? It's it's like he's got bipolar because it's like he was fine last week, and this week he's like, what happened? I I, I think it I think it's when the hype rose are on. Yeah, he hates them. He's yeah. a hater. It's easy to dislike them. Uh, they have pyro now, kind of like so, when they do the bro fist. Yeah, yo, I think they really try to do there something was, with these guys because they have smoke. It was like anti pyro. Yeah, it was like just steam coming from. They got steam on the top the corners. I've never seen that before. Trying some new shit in the fucking full sale. I guess so. I guess so. Good times. Yeah, good times indeed.
Basement Pokers podcast. Tom Phillips still. Still there. I think what they're doing is the Stephanie McMahon slap fest was them writing him off of uh, the main roster. He got slapped down to NXT. Yup. But I think it's a good thing they didn't mention it at all. It just happened. Yeah. Because then you don't want to say something like that. Because... You know, because NXT is not a medium. Is not like NXT is not like going down. Yeah, you don't want to emasculate him. Yeah, which he kind of did. But anyway, like NXT's parallel to WWE. Mm-hmm. It's not beneath it or above it. It's parallel, right? Theoretically, in theory, in reality. There's some things here. Yeah. Especially lately, not with the whole injury thing, because the best guys are hurt. All of them. Fucking all of them. But no, that's... This is good. This is great for AJ. It it gives him a chance to shine. I like to think AJ would shine either way. Yeah, but it's even easier. It's even better. Yeah, but think about this. AJ can't get his first one on John Cena yet. Not everybody has to get a win on John Cena to get over. But a win on John Cena, over John Cena, early in your career. He beat Chris Jericho. He did beat Chris Jericho. He, he did. beat The Miz. He, 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 did. he beat two former world champions. He beat part-time Chris Jericho. He beat upper mid-carter Miz. They're right. former world champions. Not just world champions, but Chris Jericho has held like every belt. Lately. What have they done for us lately? Upper mid-carders. You can't not address accomplishments. Because they were able to have the most important prize in their business. You can't write off title reigns. You can't. Especially Chris Jericho, who I believe is a six-time world champion. I believe. I might be wrong. You can't do that. It's disrespectful to the belt. And the base with Booker's respect the World Heavyweight Championship. What are you doing? Above all. We I have do. to, we can't be hypocrites because we get upset. We get upset when the championship is not treated in high esteem. The world champion does not come out first. Unless he demands time to speak. Yes. And I want that. And still. I want that to be known. I want that to be known that we respect the World Heavyweight Championship. So like I was saying, you can't write them off like that. I know it's way different, but they had they <laughs> had the ability to do it. Six times, Chris Jericho. First ever undisputed champion. Beat the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin in one night. Asterisks there. I, yeah, fuck your right. asterisks. You take your asterisks and stick it right up your ass. <laughs> Duress. brother. <laughs> Phenomenal one. It's good stuff. I like I like what they're writing for him. Um, I read an interview with AJ, and he talked about his meeting with Vince, about the character he would do, and Vince basically said to him, you're not the tallest guy, you're not the strongest guy, and you never will be, but you are a goddamn pit bull. 
and that's that's how we're gonna that's how we're gonna push you. And AJ's like, okay, and he was equating it to his heel character in TNA, and he said the characters are really similar. So it's gonna be interesting whether they make him a face or a heel ultimately, because right now. He faced Jericho, who's a face. He faced Curtis Axel, who we don't know what he is. He's a social outcast. He is a social outcast. And he's shooting with Miz, who's a heel. So we still don't know AJ's status. We saw the calf killer. What did you think of the calf killer? I like it, but I think they're gonna call it something else. Uh, oh, he, the uh, calf crusher. Crusher. Yeah, more than all called the calf crusher. It's a good name. You're not gonna use calf killer. You're not gonna use kill in anything in WWE. Benoit says. <laughs> I told you to cut that out. <laughs> oh, I, I, I we guess, can't get big time I, I if we use the B word. The B word. The only you can't use the B that B word. You can only use bitch. And, um, that's the only B word you can use. Uh, bunt? Bunt. Ball. Balls. Yeah, the plural goes without saying too. Bell, you can use bell. Bubba, you can use that. Booty! That booty, you can use the word booty. New Day will fight kids. They will fight kids. They will fight your kid. Remember that? New Day did a promo on Raw. They're like is how this they, Raw? yeah, how they do it for the kids. Oh, and there's yeah. a kid dancing in the front row, and Kofi's like, "Well, we will fight you." <laughs> it's pretty good. How are those guys heels? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's great. What was it? Last week I was watching. So I was from a friend of mine, and she hates New Day. But then after all, we watched the, the, the ride along. And she's like, watching, and she's like, no, I'm starting to like them. I don't want to like them. You can boo heels. They're like, they're like, you can cheer for a heel. It's rough. It's rough because you know that's not what they're going for. It's, yeah, it, it's a, Xavier called himself Austin Creed, which is at least part of his real name. Maybe both his real name. I don't even know. It's Austin something. Yeah. Things yeah. like Austin Houston. It's not Austin Houston. It can't be Austin Houston. That's just like too much Texas. <laughs> are you alright? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good that you should subscribe to the Basement Bookers on iTunes. Mm. Stitcher may or may not sound make me sound less drunk. I was really about to say Stitcher may or may not sound me less drunk. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you going to be able to tell everybody the thing? Do are you going to be able to put your stuff in? Or Whoa, whoa, hold on. What stuff am I putting where? Because I don't know if we talked about... Well, we well, we do the go-home. Okay. The person who's not editing, the opposite of the intro person... Oh, yeah. I'll, ...does the, I'll, the, the, I'll, the information. I'll figure it out. I, I, I can sit here... And I can sit here, and I'll figure it out. What do you remember? Well, you let you let me know when we're at the go home. We are, because you could barely speak we're just gone. now. You were like... <laughs> so, we mentioned Stitcher. <laughs> you mentioned iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave a comment. We're on Stitcher, don't forget to subscribe, like, 
and whatever else they ask us to do. You gotta tell me how to work the MySpace. Facebook, we're at Basin Bookers. Jerry's at Basin Jerry on the Twitter. I'm at Rich the Riz on the Twitter. We are at Basin Bookers on the Twitter. And that's all, folks. That is all. And remember, I try to say this every week. It's great. It's a great line. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So, do what he says.